We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog. It's Friday, October 20th, 2023. Alex Barutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train. Kreitz. All aboard! That was that was an especially blaring whistle today, Ken. Um, today's podcast... 90s Bulls energy, baby. <laughs> uh, today's podcast is about preseason risers and fallers. Uh, today, Friday, is the last slate of preseason games. So we're going to tell you which players are up, which players are down um, at this point in the draft. Because if you go through your ADP list when you're in the draft, some guys are going to be at ADP like 180 who have been rising. And you want to make sure they're in your queue so you can draft them. But first, Underdog Fantasy. It is the number one platform for best ball leagues, including fantasy basketball. Underdog's featured best ball tournament for the upcoming NBA season has $500,000 in total prizes. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to Rotowire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA to claim your free Rotowire subscription and deposit bonus. That's code RWNBA for your free Rotowire subscription. Okay, uh, up first for me, my first riser this preseason is Jonathan Kaminga of the Golden State Warriors, whose ADP right now is 138 on Yahoo. Is it finally time? Uh, Draymond Green has not played this preseason, but the other starters have appeared in at least three of the four preseason games that the Warriors have played. Kaminga has a 31% usage rate in these games, scoring 30.2 points on 18.2 shots. Seven boards, three assists, and 1.9 stocks per 36 minutes. And this is in four games. That's a pretty big sample. Um, I don't think you average 31 usage in preseason by accident. Uh, let's put it that way. Um, the Warriors bench is really thin. The team is really old. I would not be surprised if Curry, Chris Paul, Clay, Draymond, they all miss 15 games, something like that. So I yeah. think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for Kaminga to step in and um, have big games. The thin bench, the old starters, that's the formula I like. You're right. And uh, he's had a heck of a preseason. Yeah, my, Pat, own, who's my, your... only, my only concern about Kaminga is the presence of Chris Paul. Actually, I, I do think Kaminga is going to get more minutes this year. He's a, a great value on DraftKings best ball, especially going a little bit too high for my taste on underdog. 
but yes, I like Kaminga for for a breakout this year, at least uh, an improvement of what we've seen the past couple of seasons. Who was your first preseason uh, riser, Ken? My riser, guy who's up, is Jeremy Sohan of the San Antonio Spurs. ADP's at 134. It's as high as 145 on Yahoo. Wednesday night, Coach Popovich announced that Trey Jones, last year's starting point guard, would be coming off the bench and second year, six foot eight forward, Jeremy Sohan will be the starting point guard. Hello. The second year player from Baylor has a draft pedigree. Hey, remember, he was the number nine pick in the summer of 2022. Uh, and as Alex wrote on Rotowire Wednesday night, in the 17 games last season where Sohan saw 30 plus minutes, he averaged 16 and a half points, over seven rebounds, over three assists, and 1.5 steals and blocks per game. And in those games, he was at forward, not point guard directing the offense. So you'd almost ex- expect the assist to go up. He does have some free throw shooting issues. He shot thin hair under 70% from the charity stripe last year. We'll see who's running things in the fourth quarter, but this seems like a very positive development for Sohan. Shannon, how far up do you bump Sohan in your rankings? I I bump him up quite a bit. His ADP is around 130 right now. That's average across all sites. Uh, On best ball, I, you know, for 130, if if I'm drafting, especially heads to head, head to head or a points league, um, I'm bumping him up about 20 spots, and that would actually put him around the range of where he's going on underdog. He's at 111 on underdog. He is going higher now since that that news of of you know being named the starting point guard. It's it's an interesting case. I picked him at 97 in a best ball draft last mm. night. I do think he's within play in that range. I like him quite a bit more for best ball where percentages do not impact a player's value than I do in rotisserie. Rotisserie, I, I would still be hard pressed to take him, you know, higher than 120-ish. Well and you're fishing for upside more in uh best ball versus there's no point in being conservative in best ball. Right. Um, and and I will say like the the starting point guard assignment doesn't mean that he's going to be out there averaging five, six, seven assists per game. I think this team's going to share the ball. There's going to be a handful of guys that average four assists per game, you know, including one guy that I'll discuss later. All right. Well, Alex, tell us about our friends at Vivid Seats. The NBA season is here. On behalf of our friends at Vivid Seats, let's get one thing clear. Nothing beats seeing your favorite team crush it on the court to the sound of thousands of screaming fans. Every dunk, dribble, and every heart-pounding play of your favorite team live and in person. And because Vivid Seats is the only ticketing company where you can earn rewards on every purchase, you can score amazing deals and unrivaled annual rewards all season long. Plus, with a 100% buyer guarantee, you can be sure your ticket will be as legit as your love for the game. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today and use promo code ROTOWIRE for $20 off your first $200 purchase. That's promo code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E for your $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com. Vivid Seats, experience it live. That's code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E for savings. Who's been impressing you in preseason, Shannon? 
We're going to go to Chicago and discuss Kobe White. He is one of my risers for today. Kobe White has been locked into the starting lineup for the Bulls. He's their starting point guard. It looks like that's going to stick. It's It's been that way all preseason. Uh, even last night when some of the regulars sat for the Bulls, they kept Kobe White in there at the point guard spot, and, and they put in other players, Desunmu, Desunmu uh, and others, to, to start and keep their core bench unit of Caruso, Torrey Craig, and a few others together. Kobe White is an interesting late round pick. Current ADP of 152. You can get him around 141 on Yahoo, 165 on Underdog. Kobe White's per 36 numbers from last season, or per yeah, per 36 numbers from last season, 15 points, 4.4 rebounds, 4.2 assists, 1.1 steals, 2.7 three-pointers. Better percentages than he had earlier in his career as well. He's at up to 44.3% from the floor, 87.1% from the line. I like Kobe White to start living up to some of his pedigree. You know, he was a first-round pick, number seven overall in 2019. He's not going to be revived. He's not going to be a giant playmaker at, at, at point guard. You know, Zach Levine and, and DeMar DeRozan are going to probably be the two assist leaders on this team still. But Kobe White can get you three and a half, four, three and a half to four and a half assists per game. He's going to hit three pointers, probably score 12 to 14 points per game as long as he's locked into about a 30 minute roll. Uh, I really like Kobe White quite a bit as a late round guard. It makes a lot of sense, right? Because last year, the Bulls wallowed in mediocrity with ball being out all season. And they had an ugly mess of point guards starting. Why not try a young Kobe White who's got scoring upside? Because it just didn't work with the other combination last year. Yep. And they are uh, beyond Levine and DeRozan. They're pretty thin for scorers in the backcourt. So if either of those guys get hurt, I think Kobe White gets the ball more. Um, I have some bad news, guys. I might be out. On John Collins, um, our 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 pre preseason one of our sleepers, John Collins, who's being drafted 102 on Yahoo ADP, um, just invisible during preseason, just like he's not even out there. Watching the Jazz highlights, watching the games, I'm like, is he out there? I don't know. Uh, so per 36, the worst minutes, part of his Hawks game and brought it to Utah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, is this <laughs> is it going to be the same exact issue again? And like, yes, maybe. Um, this is his per 36 in preseason. This is four-game sample. 14.7 points on 9.6 shots. It's pretty low. 6.9 rebounds, 0.9 assists, and half a stock. That's the worst. That's, That's the pretty worst bad. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I think he's still draftable after pick 100. I don't want to say he's, like, undraftable. He's, like, a bust sleeper, if that's even a thing. Um, <laughs> but I'm just, like, I'm really discouraged. Like, it especially because their front court is kind of, they got guys. It's not like they, Kelly Olenek trying to win games, big minutes. I drafted Kelly Olenek with my second to last pick in NFBKC. I was like, well, you know, why not? Um, for some position reasons as well, but I'm just, I'm worried. A young Taylor Hendricks might become a problem too. It's, it's concerning. And, you know, Atlanta gave him every chance. They wanted him to be their number two star and it just never panned out. Well, uh, you got someone on your end, Ken, who you also are kind of down on. Yeah, love the player, hate the fantasy side. Al Horford of my Boston Celtics 
It's hard to say a guy with this low at ADP is down, but he is down. ADP at 144, but he's doing as well as 125 on Yahoo. Look, despite Boston's past success with big lineups, the 37-year-old Horford will not be a starter at the beginning of the season. Instead, it looks like Boston's going to go with uh, Holiday and White in the backcourt and Tatum, Brown, and Porzingis as the starting frontcourt. This is good news for Derek White managers, is there was some debate that White would be the one going to the bench. Uh, it's also good news for Celtics fans who are worried about Jalen Brown's ball handling skills. Rather have two true guards out there. But anyway, back to Big Al. He's much more valuable in real hoops than fantasy. For late pick centers, especially on Yahoo, I'd prefer Steven Adams, James Wiseman, Zubach in, in L.A., or even Isaiah Jackson in Indianapolis for his blocks. Just, you know, he's 37. He's always going to get the the second of back-to-backs off. I think Boston's very happy to rest Al, Big Al, until the playoffs. I, I endorse everything Ken said except for James, <laughs> James Wiseman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I agree. There's a way, if you're in a 12-team league and you're picking Horford at like 125, you got to shoot for someone with upside. Like, yeah, Horford has yeah. zero upside. Zero upside. Uh, so, okay, Shannon, who's up next for you? All right. I, I hinted at uh, mentioning a San Antonio Spur, and I've got one whose stock is rising. Zach Collins, 25-year-old center. Uh, we've discussed him a little bit this preseason, but he's going to be starting at center alongside Wemby, who will be at the four for the Spurs. Collins had a pretty good season last year and 23 minutes per average at 11.6 points, 6.4 rebounds, 2.9 assists, 0.8 blocks um, with 52% from the floor, 76% from the line. He also attempted 2.33 pointers. So it is possible that's a growing area of his game where we see him actually eclipse one three-pointer made uh, per contest. I really like what I've seen from Zach Collins this preseason. In 22 minutes, he's averaging basically 15 and five uh, with, with I'm sorry, 15 points, 7.3 rebounds, uh, five assists as well, and 1.3 three-pointers made. And again, that's only in 22 minutes per. Him starting alongside Wemby, I think, will work well. And Zach Collins is a pretty good playmaker for, for, for a center where I could see him averaging three and a half assists per game from the, from the pivot. And I think he gets more minutes because with Wemby now, they don't need – Wemby's going to take care of protecting the rim, obviously, at eight foot nine or whatever he is. Like, Collins can now kind of be the power forward on defense, uh, center on offense. And I think Popovich might finally stick to a more standard rotation – now that he's got some talent on this roster versus the crazy tanking, resting everybody all the time mess that was the last few seasons. And going back to Horford, Collins being selected right in that same range in most drafts. So I'd much rather have Collins. Much rather have Collins than Horford. Yeah, I should have put him in there. Sorry. He's uh, Collins right now, ADP 132. Uh, my final preseason notable is an up. It's PJ Washington. Although this is partially because other guys are down. Um, <laughs> the Miles Bridges situation, I just don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. I have no insight. I have no Unsavory. expert take. It's just, who knows? Uh, and also, Brandon Miller, uh, you know, I'm not sold. Um, 
summer league and preseason combined, 12 points on 38, 24, 82 shooting, six boards, three re- or three assists with 2.7 turnovers, 1.7 stocks. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if he's ready. But uh, PJ Washington, before Ken's Clippers uh, d- dismantled the Hornets yesterday in, in preseason, uh, was averaging a, a higher uh, averages, but Washington had a more uh, a more muted game yesterday. He's averaging 19 points on 17 shots, eight rebounds, two assists, and two and a half stocks on uh, in four preseason games per 36. So, look, we've seen him return top 100 value before. He's in a pretty good situation despite the contract dispute. Um, I don't know if a dispute, but they were they were really taking their sweet time uh, signing him. I just think he's in a good situation this year, and uh, he's proven it before. And no Plumley, you know Plumley was there for what two thirds of the season last year before he went to the Clippers, so uh, freed up some minutes possibly at the center position for Washington as well. See how uh, Williams does. You have another down, uh, Ken. I do have another down. I do have another down. Buddy Heald in Indiana. So look. Managers of Buddy Heald, especially in nine-category uh, Roto Leagues, remember Heald being awesome. I mean, last season, he ranked 26th in nine-category total season Roto stats. 26th? Most of that was coming from banging 3.6 triples again uh, a game with great percentages when he played 31 minutes a game and appeared in 80 games. 80 games? Who does that in the NBA anymore? But Heald came off the bench for all of Indy's pre- uh, preseason games with sophomore Benedict Matherin starting instead. The Pacers signed Bruce Brown, who you might think is as old as Buddy Heald, but is actually only 27. They signed Brown to a two-year deal, and it looks like Brown, not Heald, will start at small forward. Uh, this is the last year of Heald's contract. Extension talks failed this summer. At 30 years of age, Heald is on a very different timeline than Halliburton, who's 23, Miles Turner, who's 27, and Matherin, who's 21. Just uh, it seems safe to assume his minutes per game are going to decrease coming off the bench for the Pacers. He's sure not going to see 31 a game. And he really seems like a logical trade candidate at the deadline, where presumably, you know, he'll be an off the bench scorer for a contender. I do. I, the one caveat being Heald has shown that he can hold fantasy value in a bench role in the past. So sure. I, I agree. Sure. His his numbers are, are going to be down this year. He's still going to hit an insane amount of three-pointers. Um, if he can keep his steals, rebounds up at respectable levels in a bench role, even if he's only playing 25, 26 minutes per, I think there's still fantasy value there. It's just going to be a lot tougher for him to crack top 100 value. There's absolute value. He's going to bang. He's still going to hit a lot of threes, but his stats will be down from last year. And yes. those that may have rode him to Roto Wire, uh, Roto League victories last year should not expect the same thing. Shannon, who's your third uh, preseason up or down candidate? This, this pains me Ooh. to say this. I've got uh, a Detroit Piston whose stock is falling. Jaden Ivey. Fifth overall pick in the 2022 draft. Had a very good rookie season for the Pistons. Averaged 16 points per game, 5.2 assists, um, 1.6 three-pointers. Weak on percentages, but he showed some growth towards the end of last season. 
he has been stuck in a six-man role all preseason for the Pistons. Monty Williams is trying to put his stamp on the team and figure out a rotation that makes sense for him. Uh, personally, I think Ivy is uh, a very important piece for the Pistons to develop for their long-term success, and I want him to be the starting shooting guard alongside Cade in that backcourt. Uh, but I don't believe it's going to happen this year. He's at least at the start of the season, he will be deployed as the sixth man. You know, that's going to be, it's going to be an interesting rotation for the Pistons. It means Cade Cunningham, Azar Thompson, uh, Bogdanovich, Isaiah Stewart. Alec Burks, seeing a lot of minutes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that worried about Alec Burks, honestly. Jalen Duran is the other, the fifth starter for the Pistons. And then off the bench for the backcourt, you do have Burks. He's there. Killian Hayes has had a very good preseason. He is a very good on the ball perimeter defensive player. He is going, he is, I believe that Hayes' Hayes' success this preseason has earned him a spot in the rotation. Uh, They have Monty Morris. Honestly, I think it's Ivy and Hayes that are the two backup point guards or the two backup uh, guards for the Pistons at the start of the season. So we shall see. Thompson's been the revelation. Azar Thompson's being drafted too low. Uh, he has looked fantastic this preseason. He is a, a great defensive player. Uh, he's shooting much better than I think most people expected. He is playmaking solid. But Jaden Ivey is the one who's taken a hit. So I have Jaden Ivey in our staff keeper league. I kept him um, early on in best ball drafts. I was happy to take him in, in the 85 to 100 range. Now, not so much. Uh, I, I worry about his value for, for his fantasy value for this season. Yeah, the, the Pistons, for being as bad as they project to be, I'm sorry, Shannon, have a weirdly deep rotation that is I, tough to predict. I, I legit think that they have a better eight-man, nine-man rotation than like 12 teams in the NBA. Um, I like their roster. I'm not saying they're going to be successful this year. They've got a lot of young guys have to develop. But their top eight is super interesting. Well, we need to, we need obviously, we need a healthy year at Cade, which hopefully and this un- totally, this totally unbiased. Right. <laughs> you, you've blurred out your Detroit background yeah, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> today's video, it's like you're 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 not pe- proud of the Detroit stuff there. What's going on, Shannon? I'm just trying to get away from all these reflections of lights and. Uh, I see, I see. Mm. You know. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up with our NFBKC observations. You guys co-managed a team. I drafted my team last night. We both streamed our drafts. So if you go to the Rotowire NBA YouTube page and click on the button that says live streams or something of the like, they will be in there. Um, I'll start with you guys. What do you uh, what are, what are some of your observations from either just co-managing yeah. a team together or the NFBKC in general? Well, very fun to bicker uh, on screen during a live draft. Uh, what I think our biggest point of angst was we were really hoping to get one of our sleeper point guards late, be that Conley or Schroeder up in Toronto or, yeah, Mike Conley in Utah. Uh, we had a few other queued up, and they all got gobbled up as we sat there at the turn. That's the When you're at the turn, the killer is just watching those 23-some-odd players go off the board and man we were like okay we got to get one of these three or four sleeper point guards and they all went and we were not you know uh, grinding our teeth yeah and you know the takeaway the main takeaway for me is drafting a team with another person is always going to be difficult i don't think there's (laughs) any way to properly and it's nothing against ken ken you're a fantastic man you're my favorite uncle i look up to you and respect you, but I do not respect your basketball opinions. <laughs> what uh, you were you guys drafting at twelve? Uh, we were yeah. 11. eleven. So eleven. Uh, oh, we both not quite. My, I, yeah. I drafted from eleven as well. Okay, oh, so we God. both we both drafted from the same spot. You got. I, I don't have to necessarily go through your entire team here. You got Trey Young, Jaron Jackson, Cade Cunningham, Vooch, Randall. We both have Randall and drafted him. We both drafted Randall in round five. Um. We both have Keegan Murray. We both have Trey Murphy. And we both have Cam Thomas. <laughs> yeah. And wow. as you as you probably expect, the Rotowire uh, My Leagues feature where it sucks in all the players and teams from your league, uh, gives you lineup advice. It's a great feature. And it works on a whole bunch of different commish sites. It also works on NFBKC. And it says we're number one uh, in the power rankings. But of course... That's because we tend to agree with the Rotowire projections. Pick with Rotowire in mind. Uh, uh, I, I know you got really mad because we couldn't let go of it. It kept bugging us. You really hated, Shannon, the fact we took former Piston Jeremiah Grant uh, in the sixth round. Yeah. It, that's it, probably where we should have gone C.J. McCollum thinking about our point guard problems more of just like the roster build and statistical category you know categorical targets that we had at that time i mean it was a a huge run on 
forwards at the time. Cam Johnson went right before, then Jeremy Grant, Kyle Kuzma, Zach Collins, who, who was forward eligible on NFBKC, uh, Jabari Smith. But we really wanted a guard in that spot. Unfortunately, like Ken had mentioned, you know, Tyler Hero, Jalen Williams, Simons, Vassell, yeah, CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum's the guy who we probably should have went probably with. Probably should have taken McCollum. Yeah. But we were we were too busy focused on entertaining the masses during our live stream <laughs> to go into a hard debate with this. Look, it's true. I, uh, it's now, true. Picture this. Shannon and I talking too much. I know it's hard I, for you to right. picture. Look, I don't, I don't like McCollum in the sixth. I'll just be That's honest fine. with you. Okay. I don't, I don't like McCollum in the sixth. So, like, you know, but you're right. The guard, the guard situation is bad after that. Like, you're talking about Rozier, McCollum, Derek White, who I think is way too early in the seventh. Yes. Reeves, yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, but I, I, I wasn't gonna. Thing. I was. Well, you know what? I don't think it really bothered us until near the end when all those sleeper point guards went off the board then we were like oh geez yeah that's point guard earlier that's that's the point that like that's the main thing from the nfbkc that i wanted to bring up if you're planning on doing one of these drafts i feel like the forward pool is shallow um get your forwards early and there's a lot of sleeper guards that you can take late uh like complete flyers at the end of the draft um because i kind of ran into a situation where i felt like i didn't have enough forwards and the multi-position eligibility on NFBKC is very small. Yeah, you need to start two centers, and there is yeah. only forward center elig- multi-eligibility. There is no guard forward multi-eligibility. So those forward center guys, exactly why I took Randall. Yep. I was like, this is a this is a steal. Jaron like Jackson. That's why we went all into Jaron Jackson. Yeah, I, same thing with Randall. Yeah. I that's something I will get considered. Except um, Durant was on the board for me, so. Um, it looks like he was on the board. You took Durant over Jaron Jackson. Come on, I took Giannis and Durant back to back. I and, um, and the, those those picks make sense. I think it's a solid approach. You know, Ken and I very consciously reached on Jaron Jackson in this format specifically because we know he's center eligible. Forward um, center, yeah, yep, forward center eligible blocks and centers in general are at a premium, especially those ones that have good percentages along with blocks and threes. Jaron Jackson's just kind of like one of the perfect players for the NFBKC format. My hope is he just, you know, plays the career high in games, picks up some of the scoring slack with Moran out and, and proves uh, worthy of a top 20 selection. <laughs> We're not barren a point guard. We have Trey Young and Cade Cunningham. We need Cade to stay healthy. And Chris Paul, I think Chris Paul's. Oh, we got Chris Paul yet. Yeah, exactly. I, I think Chris yeah. Paul's value is not going to be as depressed as, as people expect uh, yeah. with Golden State. I actually think he could have a ridiculous number of assists. His scoring will be down, but he's mm-hmm. going to be setting up Clay and, and Curry for for gigantic. He's going to have nights where he just has ten assists off Cade and Clay, uh, Clay and Curry three pointers only. So we took. Mm-hmm. Uh, we missed out on. Um, all those sleeper guards we mentioned, we had to settle for Keontae George as our last pick, but which I like. That's fine. Maybe he becomes yeah. a starter in Utah. No, they they don't. I think he is probably the best point guard on that roster. Tht, you know, Horton time, Tucker, Horton Tucker, who we've talked a lot about the last couple episodes. I like him, but a lot of folks, a lot of pundits, do not believe he'll be able to hold on to the starting point guard job. And if it's not him. I believe they're going to give Keontae George uh, a little bit of a leash there and see how he goes. I think they're just kind of bringing him along slowly. 
a great last pick flyer. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, gentlemen. Well, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. <laughs> Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.